Hello, brewery fanatics, and welcome back to another episode of Brewery Travels. I'm your host, Joel Geyer, otherwise known as Brewery Travels on social media. And for the second straight week, we are going to be uh, focusing in on the Beer State Madness bracket. If you listened last week or read the article on my website, thebrewerytravels.com, I kind of did a a recap about the results, how everything kind of went down with Missouri taking out Pennsylvania in a record-breaking championship poll. Uh, It was a lot of fun to to watch. And now I am going to fill out the bracket myself and make all of the picks because I had a couple people ask about that, about my agreement with certain matchups and whatnot. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just going to be kind of a fun little exercise for myself. I've been blessed to visit breweries in 47 out of the 51 states slash Washington, DC. Um, I'll be making that 48 later this year and hopefully the other three will follow in the near future. Uh, so I do have a decent amount of experience in, in, in a lot of these states. Um, and, uh, but it still is just an opinion. I'm going to stress that there's a couple kind of caveats with that. There very much just my opinion on the matters. I'm, I'm, you know, just one voice out here. And I obviously have a lot more experience in some states compared to others. Uh, states like Wisconsin, California, um, Colorado, Oregon, Minnesota, uh, you know, North Carolina, Washington. Those are, those are some of the states where I've been to the most breweries. Uh, Maryland's another one. But uh, I do my best to remain unbiased. I will make sure that I make notes uh, when I am you know, my, my pick may be slightly biased based off my own experiences because that will certainly happen. Um, also, another note is, you know, I'm going to be talking about a lot of breweries for the most part. I'm going to be sticking to breweries that I have personally visited and have personal experiences with. Um, there will be a couple exceptions, but, you know, I will try to note that when the time comes. Um, also, I will try to edit out some of the pauses, but I do have a lot of my, you know, stats and figures and list of brewery visits and and, and such that I will be trying to comb through as I weave through uh, the bracket and kind kind of explain my picks. Uh, I will spend more time on some matchups than others, of course. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, just kind of a fun exercise to have people kind of get my thoughts on different states' beer scenes because, as I said, though, really overall. Every state has got some some great craft breweries. Uh, You know, every state's craft beer scene, for the most part, is continuing to grow more and more and flourish. Um, And really, I I, doing this and watching it unfold, and then as I was trying to prepare for this episode and make my own picks, it it did make me realize just how insane the craft beer scene is as a whole across the country because there really is just – so many states that have great beer scenes, great beer cities, just amazing brews as a whole. Um, you know, even going back 10, 15 years, how much the craft beer scene has has changed and rapidly uh, grown. So uh, we can go ahead and get the ball rolling, though. Uh, if you want to follow along, uh, again, my website, thebrewerytravels.com, the Beer State Madness article is on the website, and that has the bracket the way that it was voted on on Twitter, but that at least you can kind of follow along a little bit with that is that has the preliminary matchups and results. And I'll kind of 
lead from there. So we can go ahead and start with uh, the first round, because again, if you were not paying attention uh, or missed the first uh, episode or the bracket itself, 13 states had first round buys, as that's just the way it fell with 51 states and the District of Columbia being involved. Uh, so the first matchup, starting from top left, working down and then going back up to the top right, uh, we have 32nd seed Rhode Island and 33 seed Maryland. I mentioned that Maryland is one of the states that I do have quite a bit of experience in. We lived in Baltimore for uh three months back in 2021. Um, and as such, I have, you know, got to a lot of great breweries there, Rhode Island. I've only briefly been to once. Um, so I just have a lot more personal <laughs> brewery visits there in Maryland. Uh, I'll talk more. I'm, I'm generally going to focus on, especially on these early round matchups, just kind of mention more about the losers uh, or not the losers. I shouldn't say any of them are losers because really all the beer scenes here are winners, but the whichever state I do not choose to advance, we'll, we'll frame it as such. Um, and in this case, I am going to have Maryland moving on. So, you know, Rhode Island, I know I did a podcast episode on the Rhode Island beer scene uh, and it being kind of one of the, obviously not just one of the smallest state. It does make for an interesting beer scene in terms of, you know, the statewide kind of uh, ale trail stuff. You can get to all the breweries in theory pretty relatively quickly because there's not that much distance between them. Um, and they do rank, you know, they're still, obviously they don't have a ton of breweries, but they still rank in the upper half in breweries per capita. So definitely some solid breweries, uh, there in Rhode Island, but Maryland will advance for that one. Uh, Massachusetts, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, you know, I know the Northwest region of the state has some good, good beer scene, has a good beer scene up there. Um, Flyway and Little Rock shut up to them, you know, some good solid beer there, but this one, you know pretty easy for me. Massachusetts moves on. Uh, same story here. Illinois uh, is going to go on against Louisiana. Although we did just pre recently spend some time living down in New Orleans and, you know, New Orleans is, you know, obviously Louisiana is still is ranking towards the bottom in terms of breweries per capita, but there's, there's a lot of quality places, you know, New Orleans now has, you know, urban South is the big name down there, but Parlo beer lab, brew Carre, Zoni mash beer project. Um, not to mention, some some great breweries kind of in other parts of the nearby in other parts of the state gnarly barley and low road and hammond and kind of the big boy of louisiana abita over there in covington so shout out uh to louisiana but illinois is going to move on next up 24th seed texas against 41st seed south dakota uh i'm a huge fan of the austin beer scene i'll talk about that more in the next round to kind of discuss them uh south dakota i've been to sioux falls i've driven through the state a couple times there's some solid breweries there but not at the par in my eyes with Texas. Um, next up, Indiana and Kansas. Uh, Kansas, not a state I've been to a lot of breweries in. Um, only actually been to four. Uh, my favorite was uh, Service Brewing in Shawnee, which is a suburb of Kansas City. Their fruited sour game was just phenomenal. Um, Radius Emporia was another you know solid stop for me. Uh, but Overall, this is one that uh, Indiana, which I will talk about more with Michigan, they, they have a really underrated beer scene. Um, so now moving on to uh, the bottom bracket, the next section down here, Wyoming and New Jersey. Um, neither of these states I've been to a lot of breweries in. Uh, Wyoming 
as I pull it up here, Wyoming, I've only been to five. Um, Altitude and Laramie was really good. They had a couple GABF winners. Um, but my, my other favorite from the state that I went to was in Cheyenne, Daniels Market, and it, it unfortunately has closed since then, um, which, I, which I was bummed to hear about. New Jersey is kind of similar. I've only been to four, and they were all around the Philadelphia, just you know, right across the, the river from Philadelphia. Um, Eight and Sand and Woodbury and Tonewood and Oakland, both both good breweries, though. So in, in this case, I know that New Jersey does, in theory, have a pretty strong beer scene. That's how it was voted on in the poll. So I'm going to advance New Jersey in this one. Uh, next up is Iowa, 20 seed, and Hawaii, the 45 seed. Um, Hawaii is one of the states I have not gotten to a brewery in. It's actually the only state in the country I've never been to, period. Uh, we were supposed to go in May 2020. And, of course, that did not happen due to the pandemic. Uh, we actually had our trip booked up, all that kind of stuff. So that was, you know, hopefully going to get out there, you know, soonish in the future. Um, but until then, I can vouch for the Iowa beer scene, which I know, you know, some people may, you know, outside of toppling Goliath, um, people may not hear a ton about them, but there's a lot of really great breweries, uh, you know, in 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 the state. And I'll, I'll talk more about them in the in the next round uh, as we move move forward here. Um Next up, we have 21 seed South Carolina versus 44 seed Nevada. Uh, South Carolina is going to take home the dub here, but I do want to shout out Nevada, especially uh, I, I have not been to Las Vegas since 2018, and I know that the scene there has grown quite a bit. Um, I was in Reno in 2021. Um, Imbibe and Brazio St. James, both really, really good breweries. Uh, really had a great time at both of them and by in particular their sours um, Brazier St. James had a great saison and West coast IPA. So two quality breweries just want to make sure to shout them out. Um, but yeah, uh, Iowa moves on there. Um, next up Connecticut, Arizona. This is the only one in the first round that I'm going to go different from what the bracket did. And this is one of the ones where it's kind of biased. I, I have done a podcast on Connecticut. I know there are a lot of great breweries in Connecticut. Um, I have that is the one one of the other states that I have only been to and not been to a brewery in. I have been to breweries in Arizona and I've had a really good time, in particular in Tucson. Um, I did also enjoy talking about you know in Flagstaff, Dark Sky, Renhouse, and Phoenix. But I had an awesome time in Tucson at nineteen twelve in Moto Sonora. Uh, I know there's a lot of other great breweries in the state as well, um, so I'm going to nudge Arizona forward. For this matchup uh and that puts us at a halfway point kind of for the first round matchups uh going back up here 31st seed new hampshire 34 seed idaho um new hampshire is another state that we've lived in uh it was back in 2017 so it has been uh, a hot minute since we were there um but i'll talk more about them later on for now shout out to idaho uh, I did get to Sockeye Brewing in Boise and then spent a night in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, Trails End was my favorite in the, uh, of the four that I've been to in the state. Uh, that one was up in Coeur d'Alene. Their Blondale was just delightful. Uh, so quality brewery if, if you're in the area there. Uh, now moving down, Florida, Alabama. Matchup that you might see, uh, you know, SEC football field in the fall. Uh, for now, this one isn't particularly close. Uh, Florida's got a lot of big names. they got a ton of breweries. Alabama, though, is on the come up, come up there. I've I've been to Huntsville and I've been to Birmingham. Birmingham in particular has a very strong beer scene. Uh, Trim Tab, Birmingham District Brewing, good people. All three of those spots are making quality beer, and they also all have really cool and great taproom spaces. So 
don't sleep on Alabama's beer scene, in particular Birmingham. Uh, but for now, Florida will move on. Uh, Virginia, West Virginia, two neighbors. Uh, you know, I think this one is another one that is pretty straightforward. Virginia is going to advance. Uh, West Virginia is one of the other sides with Hawaii, Connecticut, and Alaska that I have not been to a brewery in. Uh, I briefly was there back in 2017, but did not get to any breweries. Uh, we weren't in a we weren't going in a part of a state that had any at that point. Uh, but I am going to be staying in Charleston later this uh, here in a couple months, so I will finally be crossing that off the list uh, in terms of states to visit breweries in. Uh, moving down now, Delaware, Nebraska. Delaware is going to advance, but Nebraska is one of those states that is quietly really growing a good beer scene. You know, Lincoln's got some solid spots. Um, Kincader, I went to their location out in Grand Island. That was very good. Um, but Omaha is kind of where a lot is happening. Um, Lumen Beer Company in in Omaha, kind of just south of downtown, just phenomenal beers. In particular, their IPAs are just crazy. Um, and then you look at uh, in some of the suburbs. I was in La Vista, Pint 9, and Cross Strain both make great, great beer too. The Pilsner at Pint 9 and the Oatmeal Stout at Cross Strain were so delicious. Uh, and yeah, and looking at the facts from 2021, because again, that's what the current Brewers Association has up. Um, I was able to find some more current stats for some of the states, but it wasn't, I couldn't find it for all of them. So it just wasn't, you know, I had to go based off of what I had for all the states when I was trying to do the seating. But at the time, you know, Nebraska actually ranks 21st in the nation in breweries per capita. So, you know, they are quickly kind of climbing up up the ranks there and, and, and growing a good beer scene. Um, and now looking down, we have Alaska and Oklahoma. Again, Alaska is a state I went to in high school, obviously not go to any breweries there at that time. Um, but they, they will advance. I know that they have great beer scenes up in, you know, in, in Anchorage, uh, some good breweries, you know, Alaskan brewing. Um, but for now, you know, shout out for Oklahoma city though. I really enjoyed my time in Oklahoma city, twisted spike, Vanessa house, visited the Prairie artisan ales location there. Their rainbow sherbet sour ale is so, so good. Um, and I do need to get to Tulsa too. I've done podcast episodes on both Oklahoma city and Tulsa. Tulsa beer scene is definitely on my list for ho hopefully being able to get to someday. Uh, but yes, for now, Alaska moves on North Dakota, Kentucky. Uh, this is one that I think, you know, I think most people know North Dakota for Fargo or it from, from Drecker Brewing in, in Fargo. Um, but there's more to the beer scene than just that too. Uh, Bismarck surprisingly has a really quality beer scene. It's, it's not, it's not a place where, you know, they have dozens of breweries, but the ones that they do have are very, very good. Uh, led the way by Gideon's and Bismarck. Um, the, their soul glow Hefeweizen was one of the, best Hefeweizen as I've had. Um, and then the Stone Home Brewing, their Red IPA and Laughing Sun is probably, I think, the biggest, I think they're the biggest brewery um, in Bismarck. Uh, and their Raspberry Sour Ale was really good. Uh, but yeah, so don't, you know, I know that people usually think of Drecker and, and kind of rightfully so. They've obviously grown a huge fan base and are well known for their extravagant uh, smoothie sours and IPAs and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Bismarck surprised me. Bismarck was a big, big win for me on, on a road trip that we made out there last spring. Um, but in this case, Kentucky is going to move on. As I said, I was talking more about the states that do not advance this time around. Um, Missouri, who won Beer State Madness. Uh, 
and District of Columbia. District of Columbia, shout out to you guys. Uh, had an awesome podcast on DC. I love Blue Jacket, Right Proper, Atlas. Um, you know, City State's got a great tap room, some good good beers there. Uh, the Blue Jacket in particular, their lagers, their Shank Beer Lager was just so, so delicious. But in this case, Missouri, Missouri is going to move on. Um, and we're almost done with the first round here. Montana, Mississippi, uh, Chandelier Island in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi, makes some good beers. You know, Lazy Magnolia was obviously a, a, a brew that kind of helped spearhead the movement there. But in reality, this is, you know, Montana was the highest state, highest seeded state that had to play in the first round. So not a big surprise, but Montana is going to advance. Um, New Mexico versus Utah. Utah is a state that, is rapidly changed because I, I know I did a podcast on Salt Lake city. If you go back and look, but their beer laws for so long were very constrictive and, you know, limiting, but they have gradually kind of changed. And at this point, Salt Lake city has a really good beer scene. Uh, Templin family and Roja in particular um, level crossing salt fire make good stuff too. But Templin family was probably my favorite. Their Schwartz beer was just so phenomenal. Uh, but I also like Roja had an American ale with cold brew coffee. That was really good. Uh, Belgian went from level crossing. So it's a, it's a, it's an interesting city, interesting beer scene because of all the unique kind of laws and regulations that they've had, but it has gradually become more normal. Um, because when I, the first time that I went to the state, I stopped in Ogden and it was when they were still limited, they could sell beer that was higher ABV, but they could only serve beer on premise on tap that was 4% or lower. And so all the beers were 4%, no matter the style. And I think it was up to 5% when I was there in Salt Lake city, uh, back in 2021. So uh, I have to double check if that's been updated at all either, but the scene continues to advance there really quality stuff. Um, so don't, don't sleep on them. And then finally, Tennessee versus Georgia. Um, I'm going to advance Tennessee. We lived in Nashville for three months. Uh, and I guess I haven't been saying all the seedings, but, uh, Tennessee's 27th seed, Georgia's 38. If you want to follow with all the seedings, you can follow. You can go look at the bracket again on on the article on the website. Um, Georgia's a state that I have not been. I've only been to Atlanta, and I'm going to be stopping through Atlanta again though soon, as well as going to Savannah uh, later on in May. But we're actually stopping when this podcast is out. I will have stopped in Atlanta, planning on going. Uh, to halfway crooks their loggers are supposed to be amazing so i'm looking forward to that uh orpheus is another favorite of mine uh their sours in particular they i had a, a wild ale aged in wine barrels with peaches when i was there that was so intense and so strong just so delicious um and obviously you know they do have some some bigger names uh you know like 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 sweet water um and i'm i'm blanking on the name i'm gonna google it quickly because for uh creature comforts is another one terrapin is another one so you know th th there are some good solid breweries there in, in georgia but for now uh gonna advance on tennessee and so now moving on to the second round where in theory you know like so far I've, i haven't had any different i've only had the one difference with how it was voted on um so take that for what you will and now we move on first seed california gets the first matchup with maryland California's going to advance uh, just the sheer number of breweries, the sheer number of historic breweries that have made a huge difference in craft beer, you know, the beer scenes. But now is my chance to kind of talk about Maryland a little bit. 
Uh, Baltimore flies under the radar quite a bit. I talked about that with my guests on the Baltimore podcast, uh, but places like Checker Spot, Peabody Heights um, are just cranking out some great beer. And nearby, you know, you've got Sapwood Cellars in Columbia. And the other thing that I really liked was how many rural farm breweries there were in Maryland, something that you wouldn't necessarily think of from like a national perspective. You wouldn't think, oh, Maryland would have lots of farm breweries, but Elder Pine, uh, Manor Hill, Milk House, Hopkins Farm, uh, Frays. There's just there's so many cool farm breweries in the, these really cool settings. Some of them have farm animals. Some of them have I know Frays like they repurposed an old barn uh, for their tap room. Uh, Lone Oak is a huge sprawling outdoor area. So definitely, you know, take the time if you're able to get to Baltimore. There's lots of great breweries in the city. Um, Monument City is another one that I really enjoyed there. Uh, but yeah, if you can venture out more, it, it's definitely worth it. Um, next up is one of the matchups that I had the most trouble with. Uh, I would say this was one of the top three hardest matchups for me. Maybe even probably, yeah, top top three or four for sure. Probably top two or three. Uh, and that is 16 seed Illinois, 17 seed Massachusetts. And as, as you know, the seeding suggests, this is just a very difficult matchup. The states are very interesting because they both have, you know, one or two like old school, big name breweries, you know, you think of Massachusetts, you know, Sam Adams, Boston Lager, Illinois, you've got Goose Island and Revolution. You also have some, you know, hype breweries, you know, Massachusetts has got, you know, Treehouse and Trillium. Illinois has got, you know, uh, Dovetail off color in Chicago, um, Scratch down in the south part of the state that may not quite get quite the national attention that some of the Massachusetts does, but they certainly are there. Um, the interesting thing to me when you compare these states is that a bulk of the Illinois craft beer scene is built around Chicago and then kind of Chicagoland area. Um, there are obviously great breweries in other parts of the state too, uh, but once you stray away from Chicago, it, it thins out pretty rapidly. Whereas in Massachusetts, um, I actually talked about this on my Boston episode podcast episode is that Boston itself, the city itself does not have like a burgeoning craft beer scene. There's some quality breweries there, but most of the breweries that are in the city now are actually auxiliary, like secondary locations or tap rooms from suburban breweries, you know, Trillium opened up castle Island opened up. Um, let me look what other ones have, have opened up since then, but essentially, you know, a lot of the breweries, that you think of, you know, like Notch, um, like I mentioned Trillium and Treehouse and Jack's Abbey, a lot of those breweries are outside of the city of ways. So it, it's, an, it's an interesting kind of setup for the, you know, comparing these two states. Um, I technically, I have had more experience in Illinois um, living in Milwaukee predominantly. Obviously we traveled a whole bunch. Uh, I have not been to Massachusetts since 2017. Um, you know, I do have a big love for a lot of the breweries there. And I, I really did go back and forth on this one. I did not know. And the thing that I love about this is that this is one of those matchups that no matter which one I pick, I'm going to have people pissed off that I didn't pick the other one. <laughs> um, and I'm going to end up leaning Massachusetts in part because I love, I, I think the Chicago beer scene is special. I think I know when I did beer city madness, I think they made it to the lead eight as they should. Um, so take that, you know, Chicago people that are going to be at my throat for this Chicago in and of itself. If we're just looking at the cities, 
Chicago is probably, you know, an elite eight type city, you know, and you could probably, I'm sure you could have an argument for the final four. Um, but when you look at the, again, this is state madness, looking at the rest of the state kind of as a whole, you know, Illinois kind of dips down a little bit lower when you're, when you're talking about, you know, they actually rank 32nd in breweries per capita. And it's not like a situation with like, you know, California, something where they've gotten just like a ton of breweries. Like they, they, you know, they sit around, I think as of the last one, they were 13th. Uh, and total breweries, um, they do have big economic impacts. And like I said, I I can't say enough nice things about the Chicago beer scene. Uh, you know, places like I mentioned Dovetail, Off Color, uh, Half Acre, Old Irving, uh, you know, and then some of the areas around Chicago land, kind of to the north, especially close to where I am, Sketchbook and Evanston, um, Microphone and Elk Grove Village, they're, they're their beers are just phenomenal. And then recently I also went to Lake Zurich and went to Roaring Table in phase three was blown away by both of them. Roaring Table, their farmhouse ale and unique lagers. Phase three had some of the best hazy IPAs I've had anywhere, bar none. Um, so yeah, it kind of pains me to make this pick. Uh, honestly, I, I actually had Illinois, I think written in at first and then went back and decided to change it. Um, I do because there's a lot of great breweries. There's so many great breweries in Massachusetts. And I also have kind of an emotional attachment, I guess, a little bit. Um, you know, Sam Adams, you know, their their variety packs in particular, you know, Cherry Wheat was one that I remember was a very, very formidable beer for me uh, when I was getting into craft beer. So that may, may hold a little bit of value, I guess, in, in my eyes. Um, but yeah, very, very tough matchup. Either way, you you you, you slice it you uh, would have had a winner advancing uh, next up Pennsylvania and Texas, Pennsylvania, of course, was the runner up in the polls that I did. Uh, in this case, they will advance again here. Um, Texas. I mentioned, I have, I have a love for the Austin beer scene. There's a lot of great people there and so many great breweries, uh, Austin beer works, Lazarus, blue owl, Austin beer garden, uh, nomadic St. Elmo live Oak. Uh, and of course, you know, Jester King, they're the they're the big name out there um but outside of that you know i i, I enjoy pedicolas in dallas uh kunstler in san antonio and there are there, there, there's good breweries and you know in all in these other cities too houston i did an episode on houston but comparing it when you're when you're looking at it again cut you because you have to compare it to other places around the country a lot of other texas cities outside of austin don't quite measure up you know like they they're this they're the state that they have the seventh most craft breweries, but they rank 47th in breweries per capita. So towards the very bottom. So they have a lot of quality breweries, but in honestly, they're outside of Austin though. I think you'd have a hard time arguing that they have a super strong craft beer culture as a whole. Like I, I don't mean that as any disrespect. I know, like I said, I know people in Dallas, San Antonio, Houston that are great craft beer people. I've had episodes again on Dallas and Houston already, but just when, again, you're having to compare it to these other States. And in this case, it's Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, uh, will advance in, in my bracket. Uh, moving down here to Indiana, Michigan. Uh, Michigan's going to advance. They have just very, very strong beer scene. But as I mentioned, Indiana kind of flies under the radar a bit. You know, Indianapolis as a city itself has really grown to have a, a, a strong beer scene. Um, I'm planning to stop through there uh, again later this spring. Because it has been now, I think it was 2019 that I was there last. Um, really enjoyed, you know, Daredevil, Central State, Sun King. I'm, I'm planning to go to 
Gugman House, I believe. Moon Town is another one on my agenda. Uh, and people send us, you know, three Floyds there. It's I, I know Chicago people like to claim it um, as a Illinois or Chicago brewery, but it is technically in Indiana. So three Floyds, you know, that's a really big name to have. Um, and yeah, you know, it, in Indiana actually ranks kind of their 16th in total breweries. They're kind of middle of the pack breweries per, per capita. So they do definitely have a strong beer scene there. Um, but I'm taking Michigan to advance. Uh, next up, we move down to Vermont, New Jersey. So I kind of already talked about New Jersey and the brewery I liked. I'm, I'm going to take Vermont here. Vermont is, uh, you know, top of the nation in breweries per capita. There's a reason that they're a high seed. Great beer scene there. Uh, my home state, Wisconsin, the 13 seed against Iowa. Um, I'm going to take my, my home state of Wisconsin here, no doubt about it. Uh, but it is, you know, Iowa, like I said, there's a lot more to Iowa than just toppling Goliath and Decorah. Um, I would actually argue that Pulpit Rock also in the core makes just as good a beer, but they don't have the same recognition. Um, so if you're making the pilgrimage to Toppling Goliath to check out their amazing facility, also driving to town to go visit Pulpit Rock. Um, but there's a lot of other great breweries too around, you know, Cedar Rapids has got uh, Lion Bridge, Clockhouse, both are really great. Uh, my favorite in Dubuque is Dimensional, uh, you know, not far from there is Textile in Dyersville. They had a brown ale with sweet potato and maple that was phenomenal. They're housed in an old textile uh, factory. Really, really neat. Uh, down in the Quad Cities, you know, there, there's Twin Span, Adventurous, um, and Crawford Brew Works. There, there, there's a lot of great beers to be had in that area. Um, down in the Iowa City area, there's Reunion, Back Pocket. So, you know, th th there's a lot more to the beer scene than I think people may realize. Because, again, it's one of those states that – isn't necessarily top of the list for people in terms of tourism, but you know, they actually rank 19th uh, in breweries per capita um, and 27th overall. So th th there's a lot of beer to be had there. And one thing I've also noticed too, is I, that's actually where I, I grew up in Eastern Iowa. My in-laws live there. That's why I'm able to visit the state fairly often is that a lot more smaller rural towns in Iowa are getting their own brewery. Um, you know, I can go down the list here of, of places, you know, Kelowna, um, Amana, Holy Cross, uh, Altoona, or I guess Altoona is more a Des Moines area. They're not necessarily more rural, but Makokata, Ally, Solon, um, LeClaire, Mount Vernon, uh, Bellevue. So th th there's just so many small towns that are getting their own breweries. I, at that, and that's really neat to see. So next up, we have 12C Minnesota against South Carolina. Uh, Minnesota is going to advance here. Love the Minnesota beer scene. So many great things to say about them. Uh, South Carolina, though, it's one of those southeastern states that for a long time flew under the radar, uh, but they are definitely starting to pick up scene, steam. Um, Charleston and Greenville are both cities on the rise. Greenville in particular is really hot right now, I know. Uh, two of my favorites there, Fire Forage and Bird Fly South. I know it's, is it A-State? I believe that's the name of it. That They're another big hype brewery that I was not able to get to when I was there because they were closed. Um, but Greenville's got a good beer scene. And then down in Charleston, you know, Charlestown Fermentory, Revelry, Munkle, uh, Edmonds Oast are all so good. Common House Ale Works. And then uh, you go up and actually one of the biggest surprises for my personal beer journey as of late was in Columbia, South Carolina. And that was Columbia Craft Brewery. And their Blonde Ale, which I believe won a GABF medal, was possibly the best Blonde Ale I've ever had ever. Um, and I, and I don't take that. I don't, I'm not just saying that for the sake of it. I really do mean that. Um, so yeah, th their beer scene 
has grown so much. I, I am hoping to get back there at some point because I know there's a lot more um, to explore. And they are kind of rising more. Now they're more middle of the pack in terms of breweries and breweries per capita, which is really cool to see. Um, so next up, we uh, look at Maine versus Arizona. And Arizona's run is, is going to end here. Maine, the five seed. I mean, I think everybody knows similar to Vermont. You know, Maine is one of those New England staples. We'll talk more about them later. Um, but for now, Arizona, I mentioned how much how much I enjoyed uh, the beer scene there. I kind of already shouted out those breweries. Uh, but yeah, so Maine will advance. I won't, I won't dilly-dally on that one anymore. Um, Oregon against the two-seed Oregon against New Hampshire. Uh, Oregon, this is another pretty easy one. I mean, Oregon is kind of synonymous with, with craft beer. Uh, and... I did mention that we were able to enjoy our time in living in New Hampshire back in 2017. Uh, so I was able to get to a lot of the brews. You know, we live near Portsmouth, which, you know, has the very unique Earth Eagle, uh, Portsmouth Brewing, uh, you know, right near there, uh, Stoneface Brewing and Smutty Nose. My personal favorite was probably either Deciduous uh, in Newmarket or Garrison City Beer Works in Dover where the, the, the peanut butter stout at Garrison City and the dry hop goes at Deciduous are probably my two favorite beers that I had in the state. Um, yeah, I mean, up by Concord, Litherman's Limited, White Birch. So th there's a lot of good beer to be had in, in uh, New Hampshire for sure, but they ended up against Oregon. Not much they can do with that matchup. Um, Florida versus Virginia. This is another one of those top five, I would say, tough matchups that was difficult for me to figure out. Um, I'm actually about to be going down to Florida to live for a couple months, uh, in Ormond beach, right on the coast by Daytona beach. Uh, I have not been, I've been last time I was in Florida would have been 2018, went down to visit, uh, one of my old college friends in Jacksonville. And we also visited Tampa and Orlando. So I was able to get to quite a few breweries, uh, Ardvol, Ardwolf and Jacksonville and Southern Swells and Jacksonville beach were definitely two big highlights. Um, Copper tail in Tampa is another one. So, I've not been to Cigar City. That is on the list for those wondering. Uh, and there are, like, I mean, Florida is one of those states, again, similar. It's kind of similar to Texas, where there's one city, in this case, Tampa, that's got a strong beer scene. It's a state that does have a lot of breweries. Um, believe they rank in the top 10 in, in total breweries. But again, similar to Texas, it ranks pretty down low. I think they're 41st in breweries per capita. And I've, I've, I've had podcasts where I've talked with, uh, I've done Orlando and I've done Tampa. I'm sure I'll do, I've done Orlando, Tampa and Miami. And, you know, they kind of talk about it in, in you know, in, in Fort Lauderdale as well, that, you know, Tampa is kind of the, the, that tip of the spear when it comes to the, the craft beer scene and everywhere else, just, just kind of following along and trying to find their legs in terms of developing that really deep craft beer scene. Um, because obviously there's craft beer people in these places that are very fanatic and supportive of those local breweries. There's a lot of great beers to be had in all those cities. Um, but yeah, I really went back and forth. This Maybe after I spend more time in Virginia, my, my opinion will change, but uh, Virginia's just got strong numbers across the board. And Richmond is such a fun craft beer city. Scott's edition neighborhood is one of the best craft brewery neighborhoods. I think in the nation, certainly it's one of the top ones. Uh, you know, you've got places like the Vale, Ardent, Vossen, uh, you know, three notch garden, you know, and garden Grove's not too far from there. 
uh, strange ways. But I, especially, you know, the Veil is kind of one of the ones that gets a lot of hype, rightfully so. You know, their their IPAs are are very good. Um, Ardent lagers, including their pills, their Pilsner is just amazing. One of the best Pilsners I've had. Uh, but my favorite brew in the neighborhood is actually Vossen. Um and their Hefeweizen. And I'm realizing now that I'm I am actually advancing Virginia and I'm talking more about their breweries. So I'll save the rest of that for, for later on. Uh, but for now, shout out Florida. I can't wait to get down there and explore more of your craft beer scene. And who knows, maybe I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll have, uh, like, because this was one of those other, Virginia was 15 seed, Florida was 18 seed, you know, kind of a toss up. Uh, I would, I'm not mad at people for voting who would vote for Florida or pick Florida. Um, that's just the way it goes for me this time around. Um, next up, we have 10 seed Washington getting their first matchup against Delaware. And this is pretty much, you know, I know the, the brewery that people think of with Delaware is Dogfish Head, as they should. Uh, you know, Dogfish Head is just phenomenal in every way. One of my favorite large breweries that I've ever visited. Um, so, so good. But there's a lot more to it than just uh, Dogfish Head. You know, looking at you know kind of the coastline down there by you know dewey beach rehoboth beach thompson island and rehoboth beach dewey Be dewey beer company and dewey beach uh you know both make great beer back up towards wilmington you've got you know bellafont and, and stitch house right downtown so dogfish head definitely carries the flag as they should um but going up against washington is just too tall of a task you know washington one of the only states that ranks in the top 10 in both total breweries and breweries per capita. Uh, we're going to get to the other one here shortly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Washington advances pretty easily there. And then we have 17 North Carolina and going up against Alaska, North Carolina. I'm, maybe I have them seated a little bit high, but honestly, I, I think the North Carolina beer scene kind of warrants it at this point. Um, they don't rank quite as high as that in terms of breweries per capita, but they're certainly getting up there. They're certainly up there in terms of, you know, top 10 in terms of total breweries and just the economic impact and are cont continuously growing, you know, between Asheville and Charlotte. Um, but for now, yeah, shout out to Alaska beer scene. Again, I kind of mentioned them earlier. I can't wait to get back up there and enjoy some of your beers, but for now, North Carolina will advance. And now we have Colorado taking on Kentucky. Um, Kentucky, this is where your run is going to end. Colorado, another state that maybe not as old, quite as old school as some of the, you know, because they do have a lot of big names, and I'll get to that later on. I know I'm going to discuss them later, um, but they certainly are now synonymous with craft beer. Um, but Kentucky, I'm actually going to be down before this podcast gets released. I'll have been to Butchertown Brewing in Louisville to record an episode. Um, and I've been to Louisville a couple times now, and, and I love the beer scene there. Atrium, Gravely, uh, Monic, Akasha, uh, all great, great breweries. I also got to uh, the other area besides Louisville. I went to Braxton in, in Covington, which is right across the river from Cincinnati, another quality brewery. Uh, my favorite beers here were the from Monic, the Eagle Skull Saison, um, the Colch from Atrium, and then the Goza from Akasha was just one of the better Gozas I've had uh, for sure. So, Big shouts to Kentucky beer scene. Colorado, though, is going to move on. Uh, Missouri, Montana. This is one that I struggled with. Because um, now we're going to kind of get into, you know, Missouri and their run. Um, this was kind of their first 
quote unquote tested. They, they didn't have any issue with it. But, you know, I had a couple people comment, I think, from the Missouri said, you know, oh, I don't even know any breweries from Montana. Well, that's good and well. People from Montana probably don't know many breweries from Missouri either. Um, Montana actually ranks third in the country in breweries per capita. And they do have a phenomenal beer scene. Um, I'll preface this by saying I, I decided I am going to advance Missouri. I think it's it was pretty close, but I do love the St. Louis beer scene. Um, and it's kind of another tip of the cap to their, you know, they're showing out for the polls. And honestly, like you can't go wrong. Like I said, I'll talk more about their breweries later, but you know, side project perennial is, it is, they do have amazing breweries there, but for people wondering, well, you know, that maybe haven't been there. What about, you know, Montana brews? I don't know much about them besides maybe big sky is probably the one that people are most familiar with, you know, their, uh, the moose drool brown ale is probably the most famous beer that has came out uh, of the state, but Missoula also just has a great beer scene, you know, draft works and imagination, um, iron, the, the, the traditional German place, but those aren't, I mean, my favorite breweries are actually elsewhere in Billings and Bozeman Billings, Uber brew, all four beers I had have one at GABF. Um, the canoe cream ale was the quote unquote cream of the crop <laughs> as a little play on words there. Um, and then mountain walking in Bozeman, actually won last year my best small brewery um their montana creek was great but what set them apart was that they just excel at every style you know stout ipa lager and then you know the sour stuff too it's just they were just so so good uh and then also shout outs to bias and sacred waters and kalispell bonsai bring project and whitefish katabic and livingston montana is i think they have become a little more synonymous with craft beer uh for sure they still do have a couple weird laws up there with some of their tap room things but do you could easily and the, the, i guess the one the one downside though is i talked about when i talked about rhode island getting around the state so easy i mentioned you know some of my favorite breweries being in you know Monso missoula bozeman um and billings you know billings to missoula here as i google it is a five and a half hour drive. So, you know, if you're wanting to hit up these brews that I mentioned, it's probably multiple trips or you're going to have to spend a long time. And thankfully Bozeman's kind of in between there. So you could kind of stop off and go to mountains walking and also map brewing, which has my favorite view uh, at a brewery that I've been to. Well, at least at one best view last year, I don't know overall, I'd have to go back and look, but um, another quality brewery. So shout out, so many shout outs. I keep saying shout outs to all the different states, but for real, they all deserve it. Um, Montana, such great beer, but Missouri will advance to the Sweet 16. Um, next up, Ohio and New Mexico. 11 seed Ohio gets their first challenge. And like the poll, I'm going to advance Ohio, but I do. I've, I've done an episode on Albuquerque. I've been to Albuquerque a handful of times. I actually did their, went there growing up more. My uncle lives there. Um, and I love the Albuquerque beer scene. Bow and Arrow is one of my favorite breweries, bar none. Uh, their Denim Tucks Blue Corn American Pilsner. I would, If it was here, it would be my everyday go-to beer. Uh, and Marble Brewing is also awesome. You know, they also have some other classic breweries, you know, like La Cubre and Santa Fe. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I, I can't say enough nice things about Bow and Arrow, owned by indigenous women, awesome taproom space. They also had great IPAs, great sours, uh, but... Yeah, it was so, so, so good. Marble, my favorite that I think was one of my top beers from that year, too, was their uh, their wheat ale with local New Mexico wildflower honey. Uh, so, yeah, 
Albuquerque, great beer. New, and New Mexico as a whole, like I know Santa Fe's got really good beer scene as well. Uh, and they're getting up there. I think they're, they're you know, 11th scratching on the door, top 10 in the country in terms of breweries per capita. So there's a lot more breweries in Albuquerque than you would think. Trust me, go look at a map like Google Albuquerque Breweries, and there is a lot that pop up. Um, now we move down to the last matchup in the second round, Tennessee versus New York. Uh, New York is sadly one of those matchups that, or one of those states that I've not been to very much. Um, I'm going based off of reputation, what I know, because I, I have done my research uh, to advance them here. Tennessee, though, Tennessee's got a lot of great breweries. Uh, we lived in Nashville three months. Actually, recently went back through there and went to Barrique Brewing and Blending and Fit La Force Brewing. Two of the best brewers I've been to in a long time. Uh, Barrique also, not they do a lot of, like I said, the blending, but they also do something very unique where they offer wild ales that are still or non-carbonated. Um, but yeah, their wild ale game is amazing. Fit La Force, they do everything really well, including like lagers and all this kind of stuff, but they're best known for Belgian styles. Um, and then some other top-notch places there in Nashville, Tailgate, uh, Southern Grist, and then, you know, you look over at Knoxville, another city that had, flies under the radar. I recently did an episode on them. You know, Next Level, Next Level, uh, Geezer's, Zool, Schulzbrow, the German spot. Um, Chattanooga has Heaven and Ale. Uh, Memphis has uh, uh, Wiseacre, Memphis Made. Like, there's just, there's a lot of good breweries there in Tennessee, but in this case, New York is, is going to move on. So we're, I know I'm taking a little bit longer than I normally do for an episode, but that's just the way it goes when I start talking about all these states' beer scenes. Um, now on to the Sweet 16. We have California versus Massachusetts. Shout out Massachusetts. Again, I talked a lot about them when I was talking about the Illinois matchup, and because of that, I won't spend too much time here. California, again, there's just too many great breweries in California. I think now, you know, when I did this, I, I talked about in the article that they have several hundred more than the second place, and partially that's due. Like, they don't rank super highly in, in breweries per capita, but I think now even now they have even more because the data I had was in the 900s. They now have over 1,100 breweries, and you have so many big names there. It's it's hard to argue against them advancing, and I'm not going to. Um, so California advances. And so up to this point, I have only had one difference, I believe, from the bracket, and that was picking Arizona over Connecticut in the first round. And otherwise, I've pretty much followed followed suit. And here is where things are going to – there's going to be some matchups coming up here that – I do go differently. Um, first, we have the Pennsylvania-Michigan matchup. Um, eight versus nine seed. Another really difficult decision to be made. Uh, when you look at these states, they both have a lot of breweries, obviously. Uh, you, I'll go here and you look at uh, Michigan sits in. And they, they rank you know sixth in breweries, 13th breweries per capita. Um, Pennsylvania, I believe is, are they second? Yeah, they rank second. Um, you know, maybe like half of what California has basically, but they still do rank second in brews per capita, you know, a little bit lower down in brews per, or, or sorry, second in total breweries, a little bit lower down around 16th or so in brews per capita. But, you know, both these States have a, have a lot of big names. Um, I ended up deciding to go with Michigan. The Grand Rapids beer scene is, is, is so, so good. Um, but yeah, it was it was difficult because I I think when you look at this Pennsylvania or I'm sorry uh, Philadelphia excuse me 
Philadelphia does have great, great beer. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh is its own growing beer scene as well. Uh, you know, human robot in Philadelphia, evil genius, crime and punishment. Uh, I talked about, yeah, I was spent some time in Harrisburg, zero day, evergreen camp Hill, Trogues and Hershey, major shout outs to them. They were kind of, again, the tip of the spear when it came to Pennsylvania's run, really getting people behind the polls. Uh, they won brewery madness back in 2020. I got to visit them, uh, in 2020. One, yeah, it's 2021. Uh, awesome beer there. You know, their Troganagel Doppelbach is delicious. Um, going back to my, my favorite beer from the state was probably the, the Czech 10 Czech Pale Lager from Human Robot um, or the Guava IPA from Evil Genius. But yeah, a lot, a lot of great breweries. But yeah, this, this was a tough one because again, Pennsylvania has had a huge impact. You know, Yingling is obviously their victory. Uh, you know, Dancing Gnome, Tired Hands. Uh, fermentary form is one in in Philly that I'm hoping to get to. I've heard great things about them. Um, but yeah, for now, Michigan is going to be who advances in my bracket to the elite eight. Um, Wisconsin, Vermont. So this is one that Wisconsin did win. I kind of talked about this before in the, in my previous podcast that maybe it's a little bit, you know, of, of home cooking in terms of my following, but I do have a pretty diverse following. I talked about that. I did live in new England for a while, lived all over the place. Um, and that in the past, Wisconsin has done it well, but the more, you know, I, I did part of me just wants to put Virginia or I'm mean, sorry, not Virginia, Vermont through because is it the right thing to do? Maybe, you know, the first breweries per capita, you know, the, the, the names there, you know, the alchemist, uh, Von Trapp, Hill Farmstead, foam, lost his finest liquid, zero gravity. There is a lot of great breweries there. But I decided I'm going to let myself have this one true homer pick. I will not be advancing. Wisconsin will not advance to the final four. Don't worry. But I'm going to advance Wisconsin to the final four. Or not to the final four, to the Elite Eight. Um, I'll talk more about Wisconsin's beer scene and why I love it coming up here. Uh, but yeah, Vermont, not enough can be said. I mean, like I said, if I'm basing this off of just like the, the capita, the per capita and the culture, you're going to find it tough to top, you know, Vermont. Cause I mean, Burlington has obviously has a great beer scene, you know, Burlington beer co um, foam is just a phenomenal brewery. And then you have a place like the alchemist uh, that has maybe my favorite IPA, the crusher. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it this, it, it's a little bit tough, I guess I could say to put my home state through just, but again, this is just my bracket and I can, I can fill it out the way I want to, I guess. Uh, oh, shout out the other one too. I was really into sours, especially early on in my beer journey. Still am. Um, but at the time they were definitely my favorite, even more so than the loggers. And uh, I stopped doing at Hermit Thrush. It was before I even hit a hundred brewery visits and Hermit Thrush in Brattleboro. And they specialize in just brewing sours. And at the time I hadn't been to a brewery like that. And their sour saison, silverberry sour was so good. And just the whole list, it was so fun for me to go there and only try sours. So uh, big ups to them for that. Um, and then the other matchup was another New England versus Midwest, Minnesota versus uh, Maine. And in this case, I will not be pulling the Midwest card. I will be sending Maine through, but I do want to make sure people understand just how good the Minnesota beer scene is. Um, I think people generally have a recognition of a little bit of the Twin Cities, you know, Surly is probably the biggest name there. Uh, but, you know, there's there's Blackstack, there's Barrel Theory, 
um, Lupulin, Dangerous Man, back, you know, back channels kind of in that area, bad weather, uh, falling knife. But the thing I also want to stress is that you look at places like Duluth and Rochester, and there's so much good beer in these places, especially Duluth is maybe my most underrated beer city out there in, in, in my eyes to a certain extent. Um, Ursa Minor, Bent Paddle, Blacklist, three just amazing breweries. And then you throw in, you know, places like Hoops uh, is also got, got some great beer there. Uh, the Bent Paddle is actually my, my dad's, the ESB from them is one of my dad's go-tos. Uh, they live over there in Minnesota. I was a big fan of their cold press, their black ale, their cold press black ale. Um, and then just up the the shoreline from, from Duluth in Two Harbors is Castle Danger. And their Castle Cream Ale is one of my, if not my favorite cream ales I've ever had. Um, and they just do an immaculate job with every style. And then, you know, you, I, I mentioned Rochester. My favorite down there is, is Forager, but uh, I know that uh, Little Thistle's another one down there that makes really great beer. And then if you look over at the other side of the state by the North Dakota border, Junkyard has gained a pretty big following with some of their hype beers, there, especially their fruited sours. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and then you, you, I mean, Shells is another big name uh, there that is a historic name. So yeah, Minnesota's got a great beer scene. I'm just going to move on Maine. Um, moving on to the other side. Now we've got Oregon, Virginia, Virginia. I've already talked about quite a bit with Richmond. Um, oh, I did, but I did have to finish off some of the names that I wanted to shout out there because I will be advancing Oregon. Uh, but Richmond is great. You know, the answer brew pub, uh, you know, they make, they make some, some great beer and some great food as well. Very, some unique beers, um, garden Grove, very unique little spot there. I think it's also a winery. I want to say. They had a ice cream themed Berliner Weiss that was delicious. Um, Aslin up in Alexandria makes some great beer as well. Uh, and yeah, Richmond, Richmond, I love the Richmond beer scene. Can't say enough great things. Uh, it's just the end of the road for them. And then Washington, North Carolina. This was another one that was one of the toughest matchups to pick. Um, I kind of talked about it that Washington is in the top 10 in total breweries, breweries per capita, North Carolina is not quite there. They're, they are top 10 in terms of the total breweries. They're a little bit lower in breweries per capita. Um, I've lived in both States. I lived in Seattle, lived in Asheville and Seattle is one of my favorite large cities. Asheville is probably my favorite small city. Yeah. This, this is, uh, this is really difficult. I can't, I, I honestly think that I would put both of these over my home state of Wisconsin to move into the elite eight, just the way the seating fell. Um, and I ended up just going, I just went with my gut and went with North Carolina because of Asheville. Uh, I know my buddy Matt in Seattle is going to be well, and Renton is going to be uh, upset with me for that one. Um, but with that decision, I'm going to, you know, I do get to talk a little bit about Washington beer scene because Seattle is a phenomenal beer city. Uh, Ravenna, Urban Family, Rubens, Fair, Fair Isle, uh, Cloudburst, Holy Mountain, Bickerson's, uh, not, you know, four generals down in Renton. I should mention them as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those cities that I think flies, a, like, it's not that it's underrated. Like, I think people still recognize it's a great craft beer city, but unlike some other places like San Diego, Portland, Denver, it doesn't have the same number of big regional and national brands that just, that have a wide footprint of distribution. So people don't experience their beer as much as I think some other big craft beer cities do, um, which makes it kind of unique. 
which I which I love about that. So Seattle definitely great craft beer city. And then you know I was shouting out you know Spokane Whistle Punk the loggers there for the love of God had some really great imperial stouts. Uh, you know Tacoma E nine and Sig make make some great beer as well. So yeah, th- th- there's a lot of great beer to be found. Uh, oh, the, another one that I liked on No Boat in Snoqualmie over by Snoqualmie Falls. So yeah, it's it's just really really good. You know, Cloudburst you go for IPAs, Holy Mountain if you maybe want to say Zion, or Fair Isle if you want to say Zion too. Uh, Urban Family for sours, Rubens for IPAs, Ravenna for pretty much everything. Uh, obviously, IPAs are big out there, especially during fresh hop season. But uh, yeah, I, lo- I love Washington, love the Washington beer scene. It did not please me to, to, to take them out in the Sweet 16, but that's just the way it falls. Um, now we get to Colorado, Missouri, and this is where uh, things are going to change in terms of Missouri's run. I have nothing but respect for Missouri's beer scene. I have a lot of love for a lot of the beer people in Missouri. Um, and as I mentioned, you know, they do have some great breweries down there. I know Side Project is always well regarded. Uh, Perennial Artisan Ales in St. Louis is probably my personal favorite. Uh, you know, their their Dry Hop Saison was one of my favorite beers the first when the first time I visited Perennial. Uh, they also had just a decadent stout, I remember as well. Um, and then, you know, places like also at Second Shift, I, I went to Well Spent in Civil Life my last time down. Uh, the loggers at both those places were very, very good. Uh, the, the Czech Dark Lager at Well Spent and the Pilsner at Civil Life were the top two picks. Um, you know, and then across the state, you know, Kansas City, obviously best known for Boulevard. That's kind of the, the big fish in the pond in Missouri. But, um, you know, places like, like City, City Barrel. Had a great barrel-aged golden sour. Uh, the I had a really good black ale at Torn Label. You know, Double Shift's another good place. Because uh, is it uh, – hold on. City Breweries. Because the brewery neighborhood that is at the Crossroads. Yeah, Crossroads neighborhood is a really great brewery neighborhood. Again, another place where, you know, there's half a dozen or more breweries that you can walk to. Uh, so shout-outs to them. You know, Missouri – the rest of the state, there, there there are some good breweries there, but obviously most of the breweries are kind of more focused in the two cities. Um, I kind of compare this, you know, I talked about Illinois and Massachusetts, and, and Missouri is kind of almost a combination of those beer scenes when I think about it, where it's kind of like Massachusetts in that there's kind of a bigger, older name in Boulevard, and then they have like, you know, a couple – really big hype brews that always score well on like, you know, untapped or whatever list it is, you know, with, with side project and, and perennial. And then it's more like, but then it's like Illinois where, you know, it's predominantly kind of in this case, the two cities uh, versus just the one big city in Chicago, but the cities are kind of the predominant mainstays for the breweries. And then everything else kind of scatters out. And there are definitely breweries in, in some of the other places, but not to the same extent. And that's actually what kind of why it brings down, you know, Missouri ranks, just below the average, you know, they rank 28th in breweries per capita. So, you know, there's still definitely room for growth there. But as I said, you know, I think St. Louis one year won my best, best beer, large beer city. Uh, you know, I love the St. Louis beer scene. There is, there is nothing bad I would say about the St. Louis beer scene at all. Um, the same could be said, I mean, Kansas city has got a great beer scene too. You know, I'm actually going to be soon having a podcast come out on St. Louis or to do one on Kansas city. Uh, so much great beer there. So yeah, don't hate me to Missouri folks. I, I know I'm not, I am not in any way taking away your title. You won that title fair and square. 
Uh, I am just merely voicing, you know, my own opinion because I get a vote just like everyone else. So uh, just based on my own experiences, you know, Colorado deserves to move on. Um, and then to close out the Sweet 16, we have Ohio and New York. This is one where Ohio also advanced in this one. Uh, and that's how I'm going to do it, too. I, I do think if I spent a lot more time in New York, I think New York would, would very possibly be the one to move on. Um, I love the Cincinnati beers. And I talk about that more here soon, but you know, New York, obviously, you know, brewery, Amagay, you know, Brooklyn brewery, other half, uh, you know, Suarez family, Grimm, Finback, froth. Um, there's so many great breweries in New York. And I realize that. And cause I, I think they rank, yeah, they rank third in terms of total breweries. Again, they're similar with a lot of the other high population States that they don't, they, you know, they're 30th in breweries per capita, but um, the number of quality options there is very evident. And the thing that I find really interesting is obviously there are a lot of great breweries in New York city, but a lot of like their, their top places are kind of elsewhere. So that, that that's a really interesting little tidbit. And I'm, and I'm, like I said, I'm hoping to get out there more. So my wife has never been to New York city. I have not been. So the only two breweries I went to were in Rochester Um and that was back in 20, 2017. I, I was a big fan of Swiftwater. Their cherry sour was delicious. Uh, but I have not I've, I have not been to New York City since I was in high school. So I need to change that so that I can go and check out more of these breweries. Uh, but for now, Ohio will be the one moving on to the Elite Eight. And so to set the stage here, as we kind of start to get closer to the end, we have in the Elite Eight, California versus Michigan, Wisconsin versus Maine, Oregon versus North Carolina and Colorado versus Ohio. And again, with the way the brackets froze, this is not how I would actually rank the top eight beer states, um, which I know sounds kind of backwards because I made the bracket kind of and also did this, but this is just how it fell. Um, but yeah, uh, so now looking up here, California, Michigan, big, big fan of the Michigan beer scene. Uh, you know, they they rank well overall with their stats. They've got... I would say they are one of the top four or five states when it comes to having big brand names, like recognizable brand names that have had an impact on brewing. You know, obviously, you know, all their issues, I, I still don't really drink them, but, you know, it's you can't argue Founders has had an impact on craft beer. Uh, you have Bells, New Holland, um, Old Nation, Shorts, Sagatuck, uh, Jolly Pumpkin. Uh, dark horse and then you have some smaller spots that are really coming along and, and making a big name for themselves speciation in uh, grand rapids is one of my favorite sour breweries if not my favorite sour breweries um black rocks ferndale uh you know homes like th there's so many great breweries in michigan and grand rapids is a phenomenal beer city in of itself definitely one of the top small beer cities out there uh, although it's it's getting to big what's the population of grand rapids now? i'm gonna because grand rapids is growing pretty quick i believe in uh they are up to, if I can find it, yeah, I guess they're still under 200,000. So they're still, you know, the Metro is a little bit bigger, but um, a great small beer. So I'm actually going to be going back there this summer. So I'm really excited to check out more of the breweries there. Uh, but for now, yeah, California continues on to the final four. Uh, and next up, I told you Wisconsin would not be moving on. Maine is just, I can't, in part because I think Allagash, Allagash deserves to be in the final four by itself, even though this isn't brewery madness. Uh, the Portland mean beer scene and everything else, they're, they're going to move on. But Wisconsin, this is my home state here in Milwaukee. We've got so many great beers, so many great breweries. Um, 
you know, I, I know I talk with people a lot. I always get people asking for recommendations and, you know, a lot of the best breweries are, are kind of newer. We do have kind of the old mainstay lakefront, which is one of my favorite breweries still. And they just do so many things exceptionally well, but you know, here, here in Milwaukee, you know, Eagle park, 1840, super moon, uh, third space, Foxtown, just to the North and Mecklen, but opening up a spot in downtown, uh, gathering place, you know, city lights, won a JABF medal a while back for their hazy IPA. Uh, and then, you know, we do also have some other big name breweries that have opened up secondary locations here, but are based in other parts of the state, like Central Waters and uh, Hacienda, um, Lion's Tail. And uh, not to bury the lead, but we also have a little place called New Glarus that uh, makes a, a, a few good beers I've heard. You know, I know Spotted Cow is kind of the, the big name that everybody knows. And rightfully so, it's the beer that built the company and the beer that got craft beer out to the masses in the state for so long. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing that a brewery that still ranks as one of the largest craft breweries in the country. I, th- I know that I think are they top 20, top 15, whatever the case is, one of the biggest craft breweries in the country that still only distributes in the state of Wisconsin, which makes it a very fun Wisconsinite type thing. There's a lot of pride that goes into that. I feel like at least from my point of view, um, and spotted cow isn't even one of their top 10 beers, really. I mean, so many of their, in my eyes, at least it's a very good everyday drinker. Like I can drink that beer, but you know, Raspberry tart, Kid Kolsch, uh, you know, a lot of their other Cranbic, the Two Women Lager, Moon Man Pale Ale, so many, so many good beers. So, yeah, I, I love the beer scene here. It is continuing to grow and flourish. There's so many great breweries. We do, as I mentioned, have some of the bigger staples, you know, Central Waters, New Glarus, that are rightfully well-respected in the craft beer world. But uh, I'm going to take Maine into the Final Four. And then moving up here, Oregon, North Carolina. Oregon marches on here. Uh, whoever won between North Carolina and Washington was going to meet. They were both going to meet this fate. It was just a matter of when. Uh, but as I mentioned, North Carolina really does have a great beer scene as a state. You know, Asheville gets a lot of the hype, as they should. Uh, you know, Burial, Zillacoa, Dissolver, New Origin, Hillman. Uh, and, you know, nearby, you also have places like Zebulon and in, in, in Weaverville, uh, Turgua and Fairview, Mills River and Burning Blush, both in Mills River. Uh, but there's there's a lot more to the state, too. You know, Charlotte, I mentioned, they've got an amazing beer scene. I'm going to get back there this summer. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but Resident Culture, Salute Cerveceria, which actually won Best Sour uh, for me after I visited there. Uh, Divine Barrel. Uh, Fontaflora has an outpost there. Fontaflora is another great brewery based in, I'm blanking on the name. They're not based in Charlotte. They're based somewhere more rural, but anyway. Um, and you know, Wilmington has a good beer scene. Greensboro, I went there. They've got good beer. Pig Pounder, Little Brother. Uh, Raleigh has continued to grow their beer scene. I'm also getting there later this fall for a wedding. So hopefully can check out some more places there. Uh, but yeah, North Carolina's beer scene continues to grow very quickly. Uh, like I said, I think it will continue to grow. Charlotte is growing. Asheville is growing as cities themselves. And even though they do rank, I said, in the top 10 already in total breweries, there's a little more. There's still room to move up in the breweries per capita. So, you know, could be some more, could be a lot more breweries there. We'll see. Um, and then the final, final four spot is between Colorado and Ohio. And as much as I enjoy Ohio beer and specifically, especially Cincinnati, um, Colorado is going to be too much and Colorado will move on. Um, but Cincinnati, Urban Artifact, Rheingeist, uh, Tafts, Listerman, Madtree, Brink. Brink won 
uh, or almost, I think it was like right second. It was, it's one of my favorite breweries out there. Their dark mile is one of my favorite beers. Hold the reins. I know it won, I think one of the best beers uh, for me last year uh, during my annual review, you know, Listerman, I think was a finalist for their, in their, in the darker calorie with their stout that was based off of a Snickers bar. Uh, you know, Taft Vienna lager was so good. Urban artifacts known for their different fruited sours. Um, yeah, so much good beer. And then, you know, you look at a place like Cleveland, also strong beer scene, Masthead, Noble Beast, Bookhouse. Uh, and you look at, you know, even a place, I mean, Columbus is continuing to grow the beer scene. That's another city I've only driven through, so can't speak too much of it on my own. Um, Toledo, I loved Ernest Brew Works. Uh, their pumpkin ale was one of the better pumpkin beers I've ever had. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it is, you know, Ohio, very, very good beer scene. But again, I'm, I'm ending up with the final four of California, Oregon, Maine, California, sorry, California, Maine, Oregon, Colorado. So it's tough to argue that there are other states that I'm sure would clamor for a spot. I think Maine, in theory, could be the one that you would maybe you could think about bumping out because, again, they rank very highly in terms of breweries per capita. But, you know, I think a lot of people also associate, you know, total breweries and how many great breweries you have and whatnot. But for me, I also like to try to consider at least, you know, the brewery culture, the craft beer culture, which is easier to do in some of the smaller states like a Vermont or a Maine, where, you know, the craft beer has more of an impact because it's just a, it's just a smaller community and there's more breweries. And so it's just, it's not the same as a place like San Diego or Denver where there's a lot more things going on, you know, Portland, Maine and Burlington, Vermont are much smaller cities. And so the craft beer scene can, can flourish even more so. Um, but now we get down to these last three matchups. Apologies for this being a long episode, but uh, first up California, Maine, and this is kind of the whole brews per capita, for Maine, you know, Portland, Maine, you know, the small, you know, it's not, I guess Maine's not a super small state, but the lower populated state and the great craft beer scene versus California and their onslaught of big names. And I'm going to go with California here to advance to the, to the finals. But not before I really talk about that. I mean, Portland, Maine really is just such a good craft beer scene. Um, you know, you, you, you look at obviously Allagash. And everything they've done for craft beer. Um, and they, they really do deserve all the flowers. But, yeah, you know, there is more to them. You know, there's also Shipyard's another one that has had a lot of impact. You have, you know, Rising Tide. You have Bellflower. You have um, Bissell Brothers. You have, you know, and then not too far away, you know, you also have the Oxbow Brewing and Blending. There's Main Beer Co. right up the way that has become very, very trendy and popular, and as they should be. Their Pale Ale and IPA game is just so, so good. Um, let me pull up my list of my own personal, some of my own personal favorites as well. Uh, so Me, or Some, I don't know how, it's S-O and then a capital M-E, Southern Maine. So I think they should go by Summer Maine, but it's short as like Some in York. Their Whoopie Pie Stout is so delicious. Um, and Atlantic up in Bar Harbor right there by uh the national park their brown ale was very good so yeah it's it, there's a lot of great beer to be had there in portland and other parts of the state but california will be what goes on and now we get into a real clash here oregon colorado and again this is another one that there is not a loser there is just one state that has to move forward because 
I think we do get down here once you get down to California, Colorado, Oregon. These are probably my three favorite beer states. Um, you you look at these are two states that have had so much impact on the craft beer scene. Um, Oregon, you know, I, I talked about this with Michigan in terms of like brews that you recognize on like a national scale. Uh, you know, Oregon has like Deschutes, they've got 10 Barrel, they've got Fort George, they've got Cascade, you know, Colorado, uh, you know, with Colorado, they've got Left Hand, Oscar Blues, Odell, New Belgium, uh, Ska, you know, they're, 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 it's really an embarrassment of riches in terms of big names. And then you get into the small names, you know, Freem, Great Notion, Wolves and People, Tegard, Crux, uh, Breakside, Full Sail, and then Cassie. I mean, Oregon is just ridiculous because I mean, and, and Portland, Oregon is kind of one of the OG craft beer cities where it truly became like a part of the city's culture, like for craft beer to become big. Um, but I, I, and maybe it's just, like I said, I, so I've lived in Eugene, Oregon. I've also spent a little, a lot less time living, but I did briefly live in, in Denver as well. Um, right. And it's, it is not, and I had Colorado written down. That's what I'm going to end up doing, but I don't love it. Um, honestly, any of these last three states, I would be comfortable with naming my winner, very comfortably naming my winner. Because uh, I do I do love the Oregon beer scene. You know, the Black Butte Porter from Deschutes when I was growing, or not growing up, when I was in college um, in my rural Iowa town, Deschutes, that Black Butte Porter was really the one true craft beer option at the time that I could find on tap at any of the bars. There was only one bar that carried it too. Um, you know, other than that, Blue Moon was about as, you know, interesting as it got. Um, yeah, I, now that I'm having to do this, it's not, I'm not loving this because Oregon, you know, Portland obviously gets a ton, you know, and, and Bend as well. But, y you know, Eugene also has obviously a lot of great beers as well. I mentioned in Kasi, but, you know, there's also um, Claim 52, Cold Fire, Elkhorn, um, and, you know, Gilgamesh in Salem. I mentioned Great Notion in Portland, uh, Little Beast, Von Ebert, Stormbreaker, Rogue. Uh, Cascade makes just some amazing sours. Uh, oh, and I should mention, I forgot to mention this with Washington because I've actually visited their location in Oregon and not in Washington, but they are technically a Washington brewery. Chuckanut, their Colch is maybe the best beer I've ever had, period. Um, maybe that should have been, maybe Washington should eventually, because of that, honestly, now that I'm thinking back on it, I should have probably given Chuckanut and that pushed Washington over the edge. Um, but either way, we would still be here talking about Oregon versus Colorado. Um, and I will go with Colorado to advance. So we have California versus Colorado. Uh, I had kind of buried this, you know, California, as I mentioned, far and away, the most breweries, Colorado, meanwhile, is the only state at this time of the statistics, at least that ranks in the top six in both total breweries and brews per capita, their fifth total brews, six and brews per capita. Um, they both have one major city that's a big craft beer destination in terms of, you know, San Diego and California. Colorado has uh, Denver, obviously, but then there's a lot of other cities that also get a lot of action. You know, I know to certain extents, you know, L.A. and the Bay Area, you know, get, get have a lot of good beer scenes in Colorado's got obviously Fort Collins, Boulder, Colorado Springs, etc. Um, and this really is a, a battle of Goliaths in terms of I already mentioned some of the big names in Colorado such as, you know, I mentioned Oscar Blues, 
Odell, New Belgium, left hand, uh, Avery, you know, Weldworks. It is, uh, yeah. And then you look up, but then you look over onto the other side of the battlefield. And in California, you've got Sierra Nevada, you've got Stone, you've got Ballast Point, you've got Russian River, you got Firestone Walker, North Coast, the Lost Abbey, uh, Pure Project is another small one. But I mean, in terms of those big names that have been around and really made an impact on the craft beer scene. And again, it's partially maybe because they have the most craft brews, but you know, it's hard to argue that a state, like I said, you know, maybe, you know, you could argue maybe like a, maybe like a Michigan or a Colorado's up there too. Um, and in Oregon, but when you go down that list of, you know, Ale Smith's another one of these breweries that were before like craft beer was really a thing. Uh, and Sierra Nevada is kind of the reason that I'm into craft beer. I've told that story several times about my, that's what my dad drank the Sierra Nevada pale ale um, in rural Iowa where there was no other options, but he still would have drank a Sierra Nevada pale ale, even if there were more options because he still does. Um, and then stone was another brewery that was very impactful to my early craft beer days, you know, the West coast IPA and not loving it first, growing to love them more. Uh, and visiting them and they were my 300th brewery and all the fun, you know, interesting taproom exclusive beers that I got to try there. Um, and yeah, it's, it is very difficult because in both cases, I'll kind of talk through some of my favorite breweries in each one and then do the discussion. So I'll go with uh, Colorado first, uh, you know, and in, in Denver is obviously the star of the show ratio beer works, bear true, uh, cohesion you know cohesion all the the check loggers um bears c3 ipa i, th I believe won best ipa for me last year um cerebrus in colorado springs uh you know in denver still beer stock lager house is my 1000 brewery their slow pour pills is very famous as rightfully so uh crooked stav burns family artisan ale who do some unique sours i believe that actually won my best sour their unique mixed culture sour with colorado flowers as well as um some amazing they do amazing barrel aged stuff uh, and then cerebral brews for belgians uh dos luces uh and yeah i mean but then you look there, there's other in other places as well i longmont has got left-handed oscar blues but then they also have primitive beer company primitive beer co which does uh, a lot of interesting beers as well wild provisions in boulder purpose and fort collins it's yeah there's so many great breweries and in california i don't even really know where to start we live in san diego for three months that's obviously the biggest uh and it's it's the second it's the brewery it's the state that i've been to the second most breweries in the only other state that i've been to over 100 in 114 as of this as i'm you know doing this um and like in san diego carl strauss mike hess groundswell uh white labs peer project as i already mentioned lost abbey and bear roots up north uh Hopnonymous, it's there's so many great brews and then you know you you look to you know up towards la you've got like monkish and the brewery and bottle logic uh up in the bay area and it's it's difficult because i would say if you're looking at the state as a whole if you're looking at again if you're doing more breweries per capita and you're doing kind of overall beer culture i, I think the nod would have to go to colorado because Outside of San Diego, I wouldn't say that any of the major cities in Cal in California have 
like a super special craft beer scene. Like there are great breweries and great beer people, but when you compare them to some other big cities, they don't compare to San Diego or Denver or Portland or Seattle um, or some of these other major cities that have thrive more thriving craft beer scene. Like there's so many great breweries in, in, in LA and the Bay area, but it's, it doesn't have the same feel as when you're going to go and you're planning a beercation, you're going to San Diego or Denver. Um, but as I mentioned, I keep coming back to overall influence and impact for, for my personal viewpoint. Um, and as such, I, I just Sierra Nevada stone, um, you know, North coast is another one that was impactful for me early on. It's just, it's difficult for me. I've, I've often said that San Diego is my favorite beer city. And after living in Denver, I think Denver might actually take that mantle, but you know, yeah, Russian river lost Abbey. It's just, it is, it is difficult to not, you know, like I said, either way, these, these last three, I could pick any of them and they'd be fine, but I'm going to go with California and uh, yeah, so that, that will do it. I will be posting my bracket and you guys can all roast me and tell me why I'm wrong. And these breweries are worse than these breweries. Because again, I think I do want to clarify here at the end that when I'm talking about impactful breweries and I'm talking about these big names, that does not mean that they're actually my favorite breweries in terms of, you know, within these States. But when I'm talking about craft beer States, I, I like I said, I want to factor in the culture. And part of that is, okay, what has, what have the breweries in the States done for craft beer as a whole and how you know national are these brands and that, that they've been able to grow um and yeah like i said everywhere's got great craft beer um i i love so many states craft beer scenes pretty much all of them for the most part that i've been able to go to uh and they, like i said there they, they really aren't any losers out there if i love that people are going to tell me i'm wrong too because it just shows that they're passionate about their own states craft beer scene uh and rightfully so so uh yeah let me, I, I hopefully will hear people's thoughts on this. I'd be, be happy to try to defend it more. I honestly could have dove in and more to some of these matchups with statistics and more breweries and whatnot, but we're already well over an hour here and I normally like to be under an hour. So uh, yeah, we'll wrap things up with that. And if you are not already following me, you can follow me on Twitter at Brewery Travels, on Instagram at Brewery underscore Travels, as well as go to my website, thebrewerytravels.com to find all of my articles, podcast links, maps, statistics etc etc and as always remember whether it's where you're visiting or where you're living be sure to drink local everywhere cheers everyone cheers